0: Hello
1: and welcome to another episode of Thinking Critically, a D&D Discussion, a podcast where we take a single word or topic and discuss what it means within the D&D 5e and wider TTRPG framework. Each episode, I'm joined by a different guest to dissect a different topic. And today I am joined by the cast of Cosmopunk. Thank you guys for, for joining me and us today. Uh, let's let's go around the room again so why don't we start with pan why don't you tell us a tiny little bit about yourself
2: sure um hello i'm pan i play batman on the show i've been playing we mentioned earlier i've been playing um tabletop games i started with DD. not long maybe uh, maybe two three years ago um i started off because i just remember hearing about it and thinking oh that sounds like fun you know, but it was you know pretty nerdy <laughs> and then i watched um a movie about D and and I realized it was, it was group storytelling, not just, you know, number crunching like a video game. Mm. <laughs> so at that point, I was like, well, I've got to find people to play with. And I didn't for about <laughs> a year. But I did listen to lots of podcasts. Um, so I listened to a lot of podcasts, and I was like, I've got to do this. And eventually, I managed to get a friend to let uh, me play a game with them. And I was hooked. Oh, awesome. Uh, so... For once,
1: I actually have ever so slightly more experience than somebody else, so uh, I'm going to try and leverage that as much as possible today, so uh, thank you for
2: <laughs> giving me that opportunity. Nice leading. I don't know how spell slots work. Oh, okay, right. Oh. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, i play. A, I play a caster,
3: okay. Who does? <laughs> um, uh, okay, so uh, RJ, what about yourself? So I'm RJ, I've been playing tabletop RPG games for 15 years, maybe? I play V on Cosmopunk, and I don't know how I got into this show. Sure, like, I, it was just an accident. I was just here to like drop off some stuff, and Pam was like, do you want to be in a podcast? A and sorry, do you want head. to play uh, tabletop RPGs? I was like, yeah. And I am, I am very thirsty for tabletop table like, games, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's one of those like Groundhog Day things where you just woke up one day and you were in the middle of recording, and just like, oh, I guess this is my exactly. life now. Well, guess I'm here yeah, yeah. now. <laughs> yeah.
4: Bad not awaken anything in Lich. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, RJ. Cy, and yourself? All right. Um, so, yeah, I'm Cypher. I play Rider on our show. I've been playing tabletop RPGs since I was a teenager in high school. I don't know which system I used. I think we just did a very basic um, dice rolling system and... It was a lot of number crunching, but also I really liked the, the character elements that um, came about from it. Uh, then I took a huge break from it uh, for about a decade, and very recently just started doing um, D&D again in terms of Starfinder. And, yeah, I hadn't DM'd for about a decade, and then I was instantly thrown back into it, really enjoyed it, and thought, okay, yeah, I can get into this, I want to do this again now. <laughs> now I'm an adult and I have actual friends instead of yeah. nerdy high school yeah, friends. Yeah, true. <laughs> cool, thank
1: you. And then, last but not least, Ty.
5: Hello, uh, I'm Ty. Uh, I play Radar in the show, and uh, I've been well playing role play since I was probably 14. And I'm not going to reveal how old I am right now because it just <laughs> makes me sad. But uh, my recruitment into the into this particular show was basically, I was just wandering down the street one day when a couple of guys in a van just dragged me in and said, you're in a role play,
2: and now here I am. So <laughs> It's a true story. He
4: still remembers that. Hell. You said he wouldn't remember that.
2: We just him out LARPing, and we were like, that's a guy. Yeah.
4: I was, I was
5: happy. I was just wandering around in my LARP gear around town like you do, you know,
4: Yeah, and yeah. They, they spotted me. And then some men in dark glasses yeah. pulled you into the back of a van. Yeah, there was a, there yeah. was a hood over my face. <laughs> and I just pushed you in front of a microphone and said, yeah. Act. Just said, uh, yeah. just said do something,
5: so I did. But I'm still here, so I must be doing it all right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, you know. <laughs> uh,
1: and who, who wants to volunteer to tell us a little bit about uh, your show?
2: Uh, I'll do it. Yeah, I pandas. Guess, um, <laughs> yeah, sure, Right. <laughs> Punctuated silence there. You're all right, all right. Um so Cotter Punk is a Starfinder podcast. Um it's an actual play podcast uh, in a homebrew version of Paizo's universe that we've built. Um we play four yeah grey grey mould mercenaries. <laughs> um we we had a discussion about this earlier. Uh we get we get in a lot of trouble. Um or the characters do rather. We always get in trouble, actually. <laughs> I'm under arrest. But um the characters get in trouble um and out of trouble. Uh, it's it's mostly very similar, or it's been described rather as like... Cowboy Bebop meets uh, Red Dwarf... But with none of the production value. So <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Excuse me. Dude. <laughs> what, do you, do you... Some of the production value. Yeah, with, yeah. with, yeah, with about a, a fraction of the production value to make Red Dwarf. Want to make a spaceship? <laughs> I mean, I'm mean, i well up for I'll
3: making a spaceship. I'll have you know that I am vaguely related to Daniel Craig. Wow. So. You never are. What? No mm. way. My grand-sister is Daniel Craig's mother. Whoa, so, so you're what does so that, that make you? second
5: cousin.
2: Grand? Yeah, second cousin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just told us this now. You've never so, met before. We could be meeting Daniel Craig. Yeah, we could have a Daniel Craig at this show. We could have, we could have, dude, we could have Daniel Craig on the show. Oh, yeah, I've got man. you yeah. for instead. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan, Dan's, instead Dan's mad me. now. He's like, what? You
4: know, <laughs> you're, stuck, you're stuck with us for now. Yeah. I mean, maybe next time. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's fair, nights, that's fair.
2: yeah, yeah. But, but to slide back, I was yeah. going to say that we don't have their production values, but we do put in a lot of ourselves. Our show is um, uh, not unique, but definitely actually stands out. I like to feel, um, in that we put a lot of work into the sound effects, into music. Mm. Um, it's, it's part radio play, part actual play podcast. Awesome.
1: Lovely stuff. All right. Well, thank you very much, guys. The topic of today, what we're all here for to discuss is the topic of friction. So what does that mean to you?
3: Yeah, I mean, so if anyone says friction, I immediately start thinking physics. Uh-huh. And then I start thinking about burnouts and the physics required to do a burnout in a car, which is
5: mostly overcoming friction. But so, well, it's, so it's not so much right. friction, but overcoming friction. I'm going to be honest; like, <laughs> I, I probably follow what RJ said on that in physics, but in you know, all sort of the wider environment of space and how things interact up there, because we're really boring sciencey people.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, physics in the...
3: really is the worst force.
2: How <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is the worst force.
4: Wow. I don't know. <laughs> when I think of friction, I think of like drama, like character drama.
2: Yeah, like, yeah me um, too. I think I'm thinking like banter style stuff.
4: Yeah, like uh, things that characters who are like-minded don't necessarily agree on, so it's a point of contention between them. Okay, that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, that, that seems like a good place to start as any. So yeah, let, let's talk about friction between characters, player characters, character drama. To put it in a posh, correct-sounding term terminology, uh, rather than just banner with the lads. Um, so, do you guys have any examples of that? Have you, you know, how how do you deal with Let's, let's assume, let's give the benefit of the doubt to the players and assume that the, the players are aligned and are on board and it's just their characters who have got this friction. So have you got any examples of that? And, and how, do you, how do you let that play out at the table?
4: V murdered a guy once. That caused friction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean you're not wrong
4: yeah. <laughs> this is a kind yeah. of um this is a kind of recurring theme amongst our group in that we keep um taking a break to discuss the moral implications of um murder uh-huh. as a bunch of mercenaries that one time who that we murder murdered people. someone no
2: i, I want to be clear that it wasn't that you just murdered someone we <laughs> just murdered somebody because obviously we you know it's a fighty game we kill people occasionally mm-hmm. but it was a guy who literally said like hey you guys are great Thanks for helping me. I'm on your side now. I hate the bad guys. Mm, I'll remember that. We remember said, this very differently. And then he said, Ah, oh, your ship's called the Leica 7. Nice. And so V killed him to maintain secrecy. Wow. Um, and we asked That's everybody the interviewer <laughs> this, but Just, do you think that was justifiable. the right thing
4: to do?
3: <laughs> As V, yes. As me, also. Yes. <laughs> Unequivocally. That guy had it coming. <laughs> He was shady. He he alluded to uh, harbouring ill intent towards a liker in the future. Yeah. It's, it's not just easy, that though. It is
5: a point that comes up quite often, and it is very much the hill that RJ has decided he will die on. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yes, it's not just no, that though. That guy It's um, uh, like ideology differences between our um our characters and what they stand for. I was talking about this yeah. with um with RJ the other day, and that uh, I think both. V and Ryder are kind of on the same level in terms of what they get up to for hijinks, um, but they have a very different worldview when it comes to authoritarian dictatorships, for example, and how hmm. good those yeah. are
3: for a society. So for a bit of background, the the character that uh, Cypher plays is a Yosuke, which is basically like small anthropomorphic otter
4: mammal type Not thing. Of we should probably describe this as yeah. well. Um, in our in our head canon, Yosskies are um, any small mammal race, whereas in I think the yeah. Starfinder actual canon, they are just rats. Oh,
2: okay. In in the, yeah. rubbish, what in happened the, was in the, in the um, official art, so we didn't like that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. When 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 uh, Psy first made that character, they didn't have the Brunari, which is the current otter species. So so I was like, I'm gonna have a uh, an otter Yossky because that's more interesting than just a yeah. rat. And then Paizo were like, that's a great idea, which is, I'm assuming this is what happened. Yeah, yeah this is like, exactly what This happened. podcast had an amazing fresh idea. Let's make our own specific otter race to fuck with them, and then call it the Brunari and give them completely different stats to what this person's
4: done. <laughs> and then every single comment I receive on my artwork is now, isn't this a Brunari and not a Yosaki?" Every yeah. single piece of artwork I draw of Ryder now has that as a comment somewhere on it. So that's mm. fun. Mm. Thanks, Paizo. Yep. <laughs> So,
3: yeah, that one guy in Paizo that listens to our podcast. I mean, big up for listening to us, but also... Wow,
2: (laughs) no, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Paizo guy, if you're listening, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, Our checks in the mail, right? Yeah. (laughs) Hmm.
3: I mean... It's not even the only time that something that happened in our podcast just happened to turn up in Pizo You're paranoid. Michael this is like <laughs> it's four times it's happened. Yeah. We've done something in our podcast, and then Paizo's introduced it in like canon.
1: You know, you know what you need to do. You need to start injecting, you know, like red herrings, like to see if they are actually listening. <laughs> <to> <laughs> Terrible
5: idea. We've <laughs> <been laughs> yeah, done for... that, but they just ignore them.
4: Yeah, oh, they're, I mean, they're too clever. the podcast, be, be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Well, for the benefit of that one guy at Paizo, laser shotguns. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, that, please.
3: We got very off topic, but... No, that's the point. <laughs> so basically, my character is a Vesk, which is a race of giant lizard, beefy, like, anthro...
2: Think, Klingon
3: lizard people. But their background is they're very colonial and territorial, and basically they run a dictatorship style of governance. Mm. So in universe my character sees absolutely nothing wrong with dictatorships and like the best person for the job doesn't matter if they're like elected or not just chuck them in there as long as they can like if if they're powerful enough to get to the top they're probably the best person to run like this planet as part of the beskarium so you know roll with it and it hasn't come up yet between Ryder and v but at some point they're going to have a long discussion about governance structures and
4: the advantages and disadvantages of basically putting a despot in charge. Yeah, and, and Ryder is essentially very anti authoritarian, punky. She's more left leaning, but she's not quite full socialist. Okay. Let's say. Uh, well, that is going to be a very
1: interesting discussion then, uh, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah look,
2: forward, look forward to that episode, guys. It's an hour and a half yeah. long.
1: Uh, <laughs> of is, apart from the two of them, it's just them talking. Yeah, uh, not a single dice is rolled. Yeah. Uh... <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to roll
1: dice for it to be good no no not at all no um a couple of my players have recently had their own little moral quandary which led to a lot of time off for me um both last session and time before i was just kind of twiddling my thumbs as the dm which is a great position to be in but a so so my campaign is is 5e uh what do i what do i like to call it what's the strap line um generic fantasy with modern trappings uh so Mm, high fantasy so like uh, speaking stones are essentially mobile telephones like (laughs) your your phone's (laughs) vibrating like put it on speakerphone that kind of stuff um yeah there's mm -hmm. like convenience stores and like starbucks and gregs and and that kind of stuff um (laughs) i just you know just to distance itself a little bit from like lord of the rings essentially yeah. um does,
4: does it have ye oldie in front of all of the shop titles to make it more official no well Gre- ye- lord ye Olde Olde the rings greg's. greg's is called grog's um <laughs> of is. obviously yeah. uh,
0: That's great.
1: Swings. I love that. <laughs> yeah for legal reasons this is called grog's um <laughs> and uh starbucks is just dwarf bucks and uh yeah that's they go and get a little coffee and stuff and that's great but um so my players were in in dealings with a a green dragon who basically asked them to go and murder some relative innocent people and he would give them without a fight the item they desired classic manipulation gambit from the dragon there
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so they went away and uh had their little moral discussion between them all which got uh rather heated quite high tensions between the group um asking all kind of stuff like how far are you willing to go are you willing to kill these people just for this item why don't we try and kill the dragon and all that kind of stuff so that was a a heck of a lot of, a lot of friction there between them for that exact reason of like w- we have some pretty fundamental differences in how we approach this
3: <laughs> this
4: this that's all that's always great though for um character like, development yeah it's
2: more interesting they we just going like yeah let's do it
3: yeah, yeah. So before you tell us what they did mm-hmm. what would we do oh because i know v would definitely have the position of I mean, how many people do you have to kill? Is
4: it a lot of effort? Is it just a couple? What's the thing? <laughs> what's
5: the thing we're offered?
4: Yeah, what's the thing? Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, the, the thing is a proper, like, campaign powerful MacGuffin, essentially. Then. Yeah, it's, the, it's, it's the So MacGuffin. something
3: wor- something important. Yes. So this You is were going to say worth killing
2: a bunch of people, weren't you, RJ? <laughs> N-
4: no. Well, this is the thing. Is it like, um, would you say it's as valuable as the rune drive was to us um,
3: way back when? Okay, so for, so for background, the rune drive was basically a magical MacGuffin in our universe that
2: lets you travel from one point to another instantaneously. Well, no, it sounds like it sounds like this is like a big storyline MacGuffin thing. And I know that we would probably argue about it and then fight the dragon. Oh, I, I think so, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, V would put in the strong argument for... Actually, yeah, I was going to say, if it's a lot of people to kill, then it sounds like effort. Mm. If it's only like 10... No, it's... Like, it's- Enough that one grenade would do it, then...
1: what? Oh, my God. It is... That's it's making... even easier for you. Let me let me put them on a platter for you, because it's actually three people that were... F- oh, see, that's not very ...that were former mm. prisoners of the dragon that the players actually released earlier on that day, that same day, and then they continued oh. on to the dragon, and the dragon was like, you just released those people that were my prisoners. Go and kill them, and I'll give you the item. And they went. So okay, that's a bit more spicy
4: now. You see, yeah, yeah there's a little bit spicy. more
1: nuance there. Yeah, uh, what were their crimes? They were paid to kill the dragon, and of course, they the dragon took umbrage at that. Oh, uh, yeah, that seems, mm. well,
3: see, that that's self defence. Yeah. That's self
2: defence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Now, now it sounds like the
3: dragon. V as a vest and a lizard lover. <laughs> 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 Absolutely, yeah. These three people. No, they can die. They started. They started it. We accidentally released them. So it's imperative on us to, to right our
4: wrong and murder these three people in cold blood. The other option, of course, um, I like to think outside the box sometimes. So, I mean, is this a particularly hot dragon? Can it be seduced? Oh, well, it was, <laughs> it was delightfully androgynous,
1: um, if I do say so myself. So uh, huh. okay. it, it um, wasn't off the cards. She had, a, she had a penchant for elves, of which there was an elf that she took a particular oh, interest okay. to. So it wasn't
4: completely off the cards, no. Yeah, so so there are options, is what you're saying.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas it? I was. We blow up. I the was going to say, no, "Whoa, no, what?" This is how this is how our, our discussions usually go. By the way, I was talking yeah. about seducing the
4: dragon, not blowing it up. Well,
5: I'm just mm. saying, you know, if dinner and a date doesn't work, dynamite might do it. Uh. <laughs> Words to live by, I think. Mm-hmm. There. So, yeah. So
3: we've got we've got scion team like, bedroom the dragon. Mm-hmm. Tyon team dynamite murder, but. A different kind of murder. V's on team conventional murder, which just leaves Pan.
2: Uh, okay, in that case then you can probably, if they've if just been sent to kill a dragon they're not like, sympathetic you can just say, look, you guys get lost but I'm going to cut your fingers off so I can say the dragon I killed them, here's the hands, done hmm. you can, you oh, can, oh, they're you. never going to uh, buy yeah. that They're a dragon. You, Dragon's there's no too many loose
5: ends, ends as well. What happens when the dragon finds out that you only took their fingers?
2: Because he will. She will. They will. We, we've got the MacGuffin by that time, surely. We're out of there. Yeah, but it's a dragon. And,
1: uh, <laughs> you guys don't realise how much how vindicated I'm feeling right now that this moral, <laughs> this moral quandary that i set up is, is
5: actually
2: stupid. I'm super just juicy. saying.
5: No, pan, your team dishonoured. Hang on, I have a further question for the GM. How much dynamite would I be carrying anyway? Oh my god, no, look.
1: <laughs> okay, alright, let's, let's Let's put that in the parking lot, because uh, <laughs> we will have to start getting dice out in a moment, otherwise. <laughs> I think
2: we, we could just trick the dragon. Like, I feel like we could trick the dragon, or this kill the dragon. You can't trick really dragons! Wrong, right? It's a dragon! No. People trick dragons all the time!
3: Why are you even on the side of the dragon? But like, like, also, you can dragon seduce dragons, animals?
4: guys. That That's part <laughs> of tricking them. I, I, uh <laughs> I believe we've we've got horribly <laughs>
5: off tangent again. Okay, uh, let me let me yeah, yeah. let me
1: let me put you out of your misery then. So, despite a lot of friction between the party members, it even got nice. some so dark as at one point for them to be like, okay, well, you two don't have to come with us, and you two can just go and pick flowers for an hour while we go and do this thing, and you can just kind of claim plausible deniability to a certain extent. <laughs> uh, when that was when that topic was thrown around, I was like, oh. Oh, I've not mm. prepared for this as a Split GM. <laughs> <up>. Yeah. <laughs> this has uh, gone pretty grim. Um But because they had just been released from prison, they were weak as shit and had no weapons and were just like, oh, okay, guess I'll die. Um Lambster was <laughs> So then just just yeah. But, but... <laughs>
2: so two of them killed them while the other two waited around oh, for
1: that. Yes. Big up team murder. Yes, so they they <laughs> they did go and
4: it's yes, for the evil dragon won, essentially. Oh, in that on, the We don't
2: the dragon, dragon was evil.
4: evil. We don't know the dragon evil. The dragon sent you to kill people that escaped from prison. That were trying
2: <laughs> yeah, to yeah, kill it. Yeah, but the people
4: were in prison for trying to kill the dragon. Yeah, right, okay. I'm,
3: I'm they am I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying to kill the dragon. I'm leaning
2: more the dragon side now, to be honest Hang on, hang on, hang on. Is it possible to blow up both parties? Why do you want to blow everything up? I'm saying we should just try and kill these dudes. Wait, <laughs> hold on. The dragon was like otherwise pleasant to your party. Um, it, no. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> right. Yeah, no, there Why it is. Why? Okay. With the people trying <laughs> to kill right. the dragon.
1: No, it, it, I, I would say it's safe to say they weren't benign. Okay,
2: all my dragons are quite nice to people, so. <laughs> <laughs> that,
4: that's, a, that's a you
2: thing. Though. Yeah. I just like I just like
4: those nice dragons. <laughs> dragons aren't nice by nature. <laughs> no, that 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 absolutely.
1: Obviously, the dragon set up a win 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 situation mm. for them. So, no the matter dragon, what
4: really happened, yeah. they were probably good. But also, come that goes back to my point the yeah. best way to murder somebody is to seduce them.
2: Again, you've got to get them on sure. your side. Mm. Get them on the pants. <laughs> down, Blow up the prisoners. Exactly. You know Go to the This honestly sounds to like a outfit. situation where we all have tea, Blow we, we would dragon. wander off, come back covered in blood, <laughs> and say. All right, done. Let's go get the thing, and that'll be it. That's exactly what. Well, yeah. yeah, we'd be we'd be spending the whole time arguing about what to do. V would just going kill these guys, just already and then we'd complain yeah. to V about it. Which yeah. is what happened last time? With mm-hmm. That dude. That by the way, V threw into an electric fence. I forgot to mention that part. Uh, no, I threw their corpse into an electric fence. So oh, that's, that's yeah. much better.
3: And I did it to unlock a door, and it worked. <laughs> The, the ends justify the means,
2: is that what we're saying?
5: <laughs> oh, that is basically yeah. what we've written on the outside of the ship at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I don't remember the puzzle exactly. I'm pretty sure we get to the door and go, how do we get through this door? And then V just throws a body at it without anyone yeah. trying the door. Let's be fair. V's solution to most problems he wasn't is using
4: throw A at B. And it usually works. Oh, mm. nah, yeah. well. Concussive engineering.
5: Yeah.
2: Ballistic engineering. Okay, actually. so... Yeah. I think we're all in agreement that we would be discussing it and then V would sneak off and do it anyway and then we'd get the thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so
1: So basically uh I think after all of that what we're getting to is lean into that friction because it is where the juiciness lies.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. We're exactly. we're, we're 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 big lovers of banter. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and, and the friction mm-hmm. that can create. But I
4: think it's is perfectly there. Machiavellian banter you summed yeah. it perfectly there. We all discuss about what um, to do and what's right and what's morally questionable and what isn't. And while we're doing that, V goes off and does the worst possible thing and then the job yeah, is done. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> v does the dirty work. And
3: that's yes. why you guys keep your hands
4: clean. hmm Yeah.
2: I will, I will never not try to talk my way around an, an enemy or a boss or whatever mm-hmm. if I can. Mm-hmm. But then if I'm just going to backstab it anyway, I guess I'm just distracting it, which makes me an accessory.
3: Mm. <laughs> How does it feel? <laughs> yeah. And that's why you can't ever tell.
0: (laughs) 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 Okay, good.
1: Uh,
3: Yeah, that's reassuring. As I said, last last
1: episode, episode, session, uh, I was putting my hands up as, again, that that, that friction between a couple of the party members was was deepening more. Um, I have a a typical warlock player who is very much like, daddy's little girl, give me some Eldritch Blast daddy, uh, <laughs> kind, of it, kind of thing. Like, yeah. I'm going to lean into being a bastard and the rest of the party Oof. are like, Ish. guy, just chill for a second. He's like, nah, fuck it, kill him. I don't care. Um, so that, that is causing some delicious friction there.
2: Yeah, sometimes, sometimes honestly, mm. you do need a bastard character just to be like, look, these guys are in the way. I haven't got time to put people around it. I'm stabbing this dude. I'm stabbing the other dude. Let's stab. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you do need that. It's the, killing time, the narrative. sort of yeah.
4: guy. But also, I think, um, have you ever had a, a position where you're worried that friction that is being caused between player characters is intensifying to the point where it's bleeding out of the role play and into like people's real lives yeah relationships between thank you for that segue into (laughs) the next topic Uh, (laughs) (laughs) which is
1: mood which is obviously like as i said at the beginning we gave the players the benefit of the doubt and, and assuming that everyone's on the same page but of course there are always instances when that may not be the case and you're kind of living through an avatar and using that avatar to potentially push an agenda or whatever it yes. is whatever it may live be live
4: vicariously through your character
1: so have i been in that position um yeah i think so especially in the earlier days when there's a lot of uh you know there's a lot of newbies in my game and you know it's the newer you are the more blurred the lines are sometimes because yep. you're you were playing the game rather than living through your character so at a certain extent so mm. there's, there has been a few instances when i've been like Shit, is that guy actually pissed off? Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it can be tough sometimes. Maybe they're just such fantastic role players that I can't tell, and uh, it's all it's all great. And I'm just stop worrying. Um, but no, mm-hmm. what, what, what about you guys? Come on, if there's, if there's ever ever a, a platform to be uh, to be honest, it's it's here. Have you ever had not not seen eye to eye as players?
2: I think it happens to everybody. Every every group will always have, especially when. Even if your friends originally like, I've I've known people who've played games for years, and like their characters hate each other, like hate each other, to the point where like they will. I don't know if it's like it's because it's personal, mm-hmm. but because they want an easier life, sometimes like work around those characters. Like I know um, a friend of mine had a game where his character was basically asked to to dob in the other one to you know do him into jail, mm-hmm. and he was like he did it, and I was like. Surely that was like a huge issue. You went, yeah, but it did mean that for a session and a half, I didn't have to argue with him because <laughs> he was in jail. And I'm like, shit, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. I think
4: um, there there have been times when, because I don't know, guys, do I come across as as chill usually?
2: <laughs> yeah, middle-aged. Yeah,
3: like, at least 87.5% chill. Yeah,
2: I'll give you an 80, 80% chill level. I'll give you a lower oh, average that's
3: 60. Uh, that's less chill. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm giving, him, I'm giving him less chill, but I'm still... Your chill level percent... is dropping as we speak. Yeah. Well,
4: Ty's <laughs> known <laughs> me longer, you see.
2: You're, you're yeah, Ty's, Ty's known him longer, so maybe it's been yeah. he's like more notable to chill. 60, 60% off. chill. Yeah. I reckon there have been
4: only a few times in the um the roleplays we've done where I've got genuinely frustrated with what's happening. Mm either because I can't get a word in edgeways or because I'm getting talked over or things just aren't getting explained properly or whatever.
5: Yeah, that's that's one of the major issues we have with regards to friction and, and what we've segued into. And that's doing this over Discord or not face-to-face means that that little moment of lag, that the lack of social cues, yeah. we just talk over one another. And once somebody's doing a spiel, it's hard to stop. Mm-hmm. Because half the time you're talking, but not listening, but somebody else is trying to make a comment that's equally as valid. But technology just won't let you, you know?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You don't have the uh, the real social cures of seeing people's um, mouths moving or about to move. Yeah. I wish I'd start using cams. Or the,
5: or the thing I do where I friggin' thrust my hand in the air like I'm back at fucking school where it's like, i got something to say,
3: you know? <laughs> we can't use cams because, A, I don't have a webcam, and, B, if we start using cams, I'll have to start wearing pants, and that's not a sacrifice for to make.
2: A, <laughs> I feel like, A you've got a webcam B move the webcam yeah. just point it up just point face. it up uh, full body yeah. full
1: body webcams only I'm afraid no absolutely no, I have, not I
2: have I have a lot of leg yeah no <laughs> legs he's, for days he's, he's a tall guy he's a tall guy mm. I, don't want, I don't want that yeah. just the face is fine <laughs> <laughs> anyway. how often do you go V reaches over with their leg and kicks the thing like this <laughs>
3: <laughs> actually something that has occurred to me as kind of a segue is that a lot of the times when we have had Friction in the past, we have undone it. So I think there's a couple of times in the, the stuff where listeners won't have ever heard this, but we've changed the storyline to reduce friction between players. And I'm thinking of one from my campaign and so I ran the last campaign we are running at the moment. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit where one of one of the NPCs in the game basically did something really awful to one of our characters. Two of our characters. And in the, Two of our, all of our characters, but specifically one of our characters. They basically possessed them and forced them to do stuff mm. at their command. In the last episode of that campaign, the character that had been wronged basically went back to... So so the, the person that did all the bad stuff Wait, got up in jail. Wait, too don't much,
2: too much spoiler reaction. Though. <laughs> in case. It's no, not spoilers, it's, the episode's there. It's, just, it's airs, safe so.
5: to say revenge was had, but it
3: caused. Yeah, 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 so yeah, revenge was had, but in the course of getting revenge, the character also hurts the other characters... Oh, me. Yeah. And then we left it in there for, like, maybe an episode afterwards and then decided, basically, this causes too much friction. Mm. So we just went back and changed it. Okay. And had a different thing happen. So
4: the characters still got their revenge, but it, they didn't do it by hurting other characters. We just edited the story a bit because I think this is one thing we've agreed on now as well, is not to run a season finale episode at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we do things <laughs> that... Mm. Uh, that our characters wouldn't necessarily do because we've all got sludge for brains at three a.m. No You, one is, you recorded at three a.m. It. No, we were still recording yeah. at three a.m. We were still recording yeah. at three wow. a.m. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, we're dedicated <laughs> at, at our podcast. Take that, Red Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
2: <laughs> okay, Craig Charles, Charles from the show now. <laughs> no,
4: with Craig Charles, I must say we love you, Craig Charles. Please come on the show.
1: Every <laughs> Everybody in Red Dwarf does have pants, though. So... Uh, mm. Not, yeah, not <laughs> Crichton.
4: <laughs>
3: mm. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... Holly doesn't have a Okay, I'm going through the thing. entire cast of Red Dwarf trying to find someone that doesn't wear pants. <laughs> or Holly you could, throw throw could do a Holly yeah. thing, yeah. and you could just have yeah. A yeah, your a head. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, oh my fits. god, are you? Yeah, do a Holly thing. Just be Holly.
5: Do it, but don't yep. be so right. dumb that you have to bash your head on the screen to count. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do it, but do wear like a T-shirt. It's too First of all, it's
3: too late. I'm already that dumb. And secondly... And secondly, secondly, secondly
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, right. okay, great, cool. Yeah, secondly, I
3: have no further arguments <laughs> on <All> it. <right>, okay. <laughs> the
2: defense so just, rests. Like, so just Yeah, no, just wear just wear a t shirt and point it at your head. It's fine. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, that's
1: that is that is really, really interesting for me that having to basically go and recon what happened. Do you think that's a hmm That's not a symptom? Symptom's the wrong word, but basically a so, something because you are like doing a quote unquote professional podcast that you need to kind of spend a bit more attention and on that
4: kind There's of. There's always a gap, I think, between because um, we wanted to, this uh, this podcast to be us playing D and D first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we don't want to uh, to like pander to an audience or whatever. We want to record ourselves having fun because otherwise it won't sound genuine mm-hmm. and it won't come across as any fun. But also, um when you take that raw footage and edit it down into a story, I think there are some liberties that you need to take with the recording um in order to make it sound good mm-hmm. in order to make it, in order to make good radio out of it mm-hmm. there's a little also bit to, of move a gap. to be able
2: to move forward and keep playing um, yeah because if you don't if you don't address a situation like that, then eventually you just stop playing so it's either it's either make a small adjustment now. And I mean, it's even easier in a home game. In a home game, you'd be like, yeah, I didn't really like that thing that happened. It made me feel really. I had that a while ago. Um, the GM, I had a, I'd had a pet goat for like the entire campaign, and at <laughs> one point, I left it, I left it unattended for like one night, and the goat was like murdered. And I was like, ah, man, like that makes me feel really bad. Mm. Like, cause at, at this point two party members had already died so I'd been like giving the goat there. I had I named the goat after his brother and I'd given it the cloak of my other party member that died and a little hat from the other party member and I was like man you just, you just straight up murdered my my <laughs> Dude, my, murdered my, goat, goat. my family goat <laughs> you murdered my goat memorial yeah so like mm. we, we, we said we all, we, everyone was like oh, yeah I guess it was a bit strong we just we just undid it because it's at the end of the it, day it's a game it's for fun as long as you're not completely changing you know the the, the narrative mm-hmm. but you're just doing things to allow for sensitivity I don't think that's a problem
4: Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the one rule we put in place Is we don't change the, the outcome of the story We just change how things happen Oh, okay
2: For the yeah. sake of yeah. the radio Okay it's, it's, a, it's a very rare thing though But it's only something we've had to yeah. learn as we've gone along Because obviously this is mm. our first time playing a, a long game together This is our first time doing a podcast So there's things we're learning as we go It's in, in the aid of making just this the smoothest um, thing we can do, really Nobody wants to come to this every week feeling like it's work mm. Or like mm. you are anxious about it
4: but also not that we're faking it mm-hmm. because I think that's the, the worst thing that could possibly happen
2: yeah jokes on you I just edit in the same laugh track to every joke you make can't laugh you though. fuck I, <laughs> I just stopped, making, I stopped fucking laughing I'm not like this <laughs> <laughs> it's not even me laughing it's Tidus from Final Fantasy X oh <laughs> you, mean, you mean the best scene in all of modern video games yeah the best yes. scene exactly yeah the best scene in all of modern video games exactly right it's... be honoured that Tidus laughed at your joke <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, God, can we do a spoof Cosmopunk episode which has like the canned laughter from a 50s sitcom?
5: Oh, yeah. yeah it, it, like it would be WandaVision. It
4: would be yeah, CosmoVision. Right. I was about to say CosmoVision.
3: Yeah.
4: CosmoVision. <laughs> trademark.
1: Um,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, it's
2: on his show. It's a trademark. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um,
1: that, that sentiment of wanting it to be genuine is something I'm super familiar with because in the the this is this is this is my day job so in my in my other job um i I play in a 5e actual play podcast slash stream at the moment because we're doing it online um but oh, the, the dm of that yeah, has, has always said like guys if you want to get a better mic you can but this is still first exactly like you said so i like this is first and foremost this is us playing
4: and then we, we happen to also record it <laughs> yeah yeah because that's what we did originally um i think another reason we're so um tight about recording stuff on every single available platform Mm -hmm. is we we turn this into a podcast after we've done a few episodes with these characters that were Mm -hmm. sort of unrecorded okay so we there's a point in our podcast where we talk about stuff that hasn't really happened for the listeners and probably never will because it was (laughs) unrecorded Mm -hmm. but we might have a solution to that coming soon so um Hold that We're thought. going to go back in time and we're
3: going to re-record the original episode. Oh. Yes. We're, uh, we're wait, gonna show wait if we're going to go back
2: in time, we can just tell ourselves to do it. <laughs> I had to invent time travel to do this. I would just go back in time and, yeah, I will tell myself, hey, make sure you record these podcasts. <laughs> hey, guys, look how popular we're going to be in the future. Record these
4: episodes.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nine Patreons. <laughs> yep. I, go back, I go back in time and I'm like, ah, I get weird fan art, so maybe don't do that particular thing, but otherwise, <laughs> <go> away. <laughs>
3: You guys are getting fan art.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Wait,
3: I'm not getting any of this
2: fan art.
4: What? Yeah, you are. We just haven't told you. <clears throat> Straight in the bin. But that's worse! <laughs> 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 yes, correct. It is. How? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. oh, okay. That's good. That's good to hear. It's nice. I, to, I know, you know we're
5: joking, but I'm actually kind of upset now.
2: Aw. Aw. <laughs> I mean, draw your character more, dude.
4: It's not yeah. fan art if I do
2: it. I do it looks like.
4: Just draw a weird fan art of your own character.
2: Yeah. The thing is, actually, there's another thing, actually, um, sorry to tangent real quick, but you know what? Everybody who's, like, doing a show or something, there are, there are a lot of really talented artists in the tabletop sphere. Yeah. I keep seeing them all the time on Twitter and stuff. Just hit some up. You know, it, just throw throw a coin to your drawer, which isn't as good as Witcher, but you know mm, what I mean. Just go into
4: your artist. That does not even right. <laughs> the original doesn't rhyme. Well, yeah, neither does toss a coin to your witch. Yeah. Shut up. Put your arm in the <laughs> crab <clam laughs> hole. I written? right. <laughs> Man, little, little <laughs> did I know that
1: friction would be a really appropriate title for this episode. Oh, this is how we always are. <laughs> yeah. is this yeah. group, yeah. we're
3: always yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah, 90% normal. bitching, 10% play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also 10% drinking because we give 110 percent we do. Whoa, that is, that's is—that's no, like some drinking. CEO TED Talk shit right there. You're also drinking. I can, I can yeah. hear
1: your cider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit, damn it. <laughs> I can hear that brown paper bag from here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> what is
2: that? Is oh, that you at my window get lost? It smells like
4: Haribo. Is that like Copperberg?
2: Oh, it's <laughs> brother's <laughs> toffee apple, you f-
4: Yeah, I knew it. It's a frigging <laughs> yeah.
2: candy oh, drink. I just like sweet drinks. It's sweet, sweet. I like sweet
4: things. It's just
1: sugar, dude. We have an elitist, and that I can get Uh, behind—a drinking (laughs) elitist. Yes. Uh, This is no shade, but my girlfriend only drinks uh, super sweet fruity cider. Your
2: girlfriend is a is a is a legend and connoisseur. Yes, she knows what's up. I I raise my glass to you. There you go. (laughs) My glass of brother's toffee apple, which is very sweet and tasty. The ciders are, are yeah, yeah. okay, but
1: her coffee's are, are an abomination. And I'll leave it there. that's you got
2: to you got to put a bunch of syrups in
4: those bad boys. Oh yeah, I want to I want to know how many sugars she puts in her because I put zero in my coffee. I've been doing that for about yeah. five years I'm, now. I'm, I'm,
1: a, I'm a zero it. sugar, zero milk, all the way kind of guy. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah.
3: black Same. coffee.
1: Yeah, it's good. Uh, but she is a couple of spoons of sweeteners, thirty percent milk, and then. Oh. as syrup on top and sometimes mm. and this is the most abhorrent thing she's bought coffee that's like birthday cake flavored coffee and it is what it, what it is hold on hold on i do kind of want to try that
3: I, that's I the worst that. thing i've ever heard so, i'm
1: gonna look it up real quick it is, it, there is a brand that do flavored like instant coffee and there is a birthday cake you understand that's
3: brand. a war crime in italy
2: right <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, oh no i have those i have some of those you have war crimes
3: Pan, <laughs> I'm coming to your house to confiscate and burn your witchcraft, your, your cake flavored coffee.
5: <laughs> Hang on, are we on a tangent where we've descended into your girlfriend's drinking <laughs> mishaps?
1: Yeah, this is this is yeah. now like a friction, but it like no, a, a, a relationship. I'm, I'm
2: on her side. I'm on, this is man. The Man is the was not meant to meddle. This is the dragon <laughs> is all over again. And now I'm on, I'm on, I'm on his girlfriend's side. I, I don't think, sh- I don't think you people understand what the point of coffee is. The point of coffee is to yeah. suffer. The more I hear about this, the more I think <laughs> that Pan is in fact several million
5: and. In a skin suit because he just loves sugar so much. Mm. <laughs> mm. Masquerading
2: mm. as a human yeah. being.
3: Yeah. yeah. Also true. Masquerading
5: as a bear, masquerading as a human.
3: Being. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to eat a lot of sugar all the time. Yeah. To mm. feed the ant colony. Well, yeah. yeah, listen, it's East, it's Easter, and these these eggs are cheap. I'm having a good time. Oh man,
5: yeah, it's post-Easter, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. It's Actually, good time. It, it is it is
1: insanely sweet. It is not coffee. It is mm. basically a hot milkshake.
5: Yeah, it sounds like she's eating a cake that's coffee flavored.
1: Yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's...
5: Hang on,
2: but people like cake. I mean, coffee, coffee cake, cake, is cake is pretty cake, great. coffee but, cake. Right, yeah. No, I don't like coffee cake. If I was offered a cake and it was like, oh, delicious, and they were like, do you want me to make it so you can drink it as a liquid? Oh, cool. Time-saving. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. No. No. you see, whenever, no, no, no. whenever
5: I'm eating coffee cake, it just feels like I'm eating a tyre. I don't know why. Just in my head, mm. it's just like, what?
2: Mm, road felt. You're eating bad coffee cake. Any coffee you. cake. Yeah, any, that doesn't sound like good cake. That's weird. Mm. Shut up! You you are ten million ads. <laughs> <laughs> I still like coffee
3: cake? <laughs> That's what ten million ads would say. I've baked I've baked a coffee cake before, I'm damn good at it. Yeah, it's it's nice. I like and that cake. speaking as someone who has yeah. no sense of sweet
4: taste, like I still wouldn't drink coffee with nine million What? Yeah. sweetener and syrup. Yes, grim. It's grim. Guys, it's I, to
2: I have to admit when you when I when you come down to to my place, because I'm going to put the coffee the coffee shop in there, I'm going to have so many syrups. Dan, you're welcome, that oh, no. as well. Oh, thank Bring your girlfriend; <laughs> she can come and enjoy it. You guys will sit in the corner and cry about it. I don't care. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have delicious sweet coffee. We'll get an ice. I'm Aero press. Protest, I'm gonna start
3: protesting outside Hearts of Gaming. Just like you can coffee drink is not meant to be this you way. Want. You don't have to drink a sweet. I have coffee. an idea. No coffee like, is not meant we to be. We blow this up way. the coffee Whatever. cake. Oh no, okay, my right. god!
1: It always comes back. Right, mm. that, right. Strap in, guys, because I'm about. I'm about to give you the the best segue you've ever heard in your life. Do it. do it.
3: Oh, I don't know. I've owned some pretty good segues.
1: <laughs> and then blown, blown them up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, to make coffee, you need heat. And what creates heat? Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> wow.
1: Friction. Thank you. Fire.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's the
3: smoothest segue I've heard in my life. Thank you. Canned <laughs> round of applause. Like
4: glass. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> we hate we should... for a second there, and not heat. He just laughed.
1: Three. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. So we we opened this episode. I think someone mentioned about the physics of friction. So we've talked about kind of like abstract friction between human beings and/or colonies of ants, but we now can <laughs> talk about science, real real fiction in quotes. So here's a question I have. I am ignorant not only of uh, Starfinder, but I presume it's in space. So it it is what it is. It is. So, I wanted Full to ask: the, the the rules in Five E for a falling and b shit like friction are lacking, to say the least. So, I was going to ask: like, yeah, are there any rules in in Starfinder slash your version of it? Oh, but, so many. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah,
2: Starfinder is pretty it's pretty rules heavy. But um, falling, yes. Friction is in like friction fiction. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't.
3: Uh, I suppose. I mean, star starship combat has a whole bit on like. Thrust and directional movement, and it's all bullshit. So we ignore it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We just make up. We just make up starship combat. Yeah. Like, we looked at the rulebook for it, and it's uh, it's four point seven inches thick, oh, and no. you can kill a turtle by dropping it. and yeah. We're just like, you know what? We're just gonna streamline all this into decide your shields, decide what weapons you're gonna fire, do that. The enemy gets their turn, and we'll just roll with that yeah. because
2: yeah. To be to be fair, to be fair, starship combat and stuff aren't designed for a mat. It's designed to like be a physical. Move your, your ship around. Yeah, the map, it's, a, it's
5: a, map. a tabletop strategy game.
2: Yeah, yeah, but doing it in doing it in ta- of um, the mind is hard because, of course, you don't have all that tabletop strategy action.
3: Yeah. So we just make it up. I should point out we don't use like an actual. So we could use roll twenty, but we don't because we prefer to just do it based on.
2: Also, nobody would ever draw maps. Yeah, no. I mean, I would, but <laughs> no, you you drew Bugs Bunny saying, "I wish all <laughs> zombies a very good die." <laughs> well <laughs> who doesn't wish zombies would die zombies I, drew you, I,
5: drew you guys I, I have a question how many times have we done space combat three three, three. yeah so there was edges of hatred yep all proven innocent. when did we do the spaceship combat in UPI you literally
3: rammed you another the combat ship on a spaceship. oh shit yeah, yeah. that one uh, yeah. But what was the third one aha uh-huh. uh, the third one would be oh the uh, the one we didn't record Ah, oh the one that doesn't exist for the purposes of our audience. Okay, yeah.
4: right. The secret. So we've done episode. it twice. So I, I, <laughs> guys, I drew you a map. I drew you a map of hydrophobia of the of the facility you were in.
5: No, it's not... That wasn't space combat.
4: We're talking about space combat. It wasn't yeah, space combat, that's, that's, but I still that's, that's
3: drew you a map. That's was space combat, because it happened on a planet.
5: Yeah. yeah. I still drew you a
3: map. You did. Okay, I, I get it. You drew us a map. Well yeah. done. Why actually, are you no, so no, concerned no, about actually,
2: RJ RJ did draw a map as well, actually, now I think about it.
3: Yeah. I yeah. am straight
2: <laughs> it. Oh, okay, fine. I drew zero map. I I I maps. I didn't go draw a bloody map. Maps for
3: days.
5: Fuck that. I'm with the
3: out I'm a geologist by trade.
4: I know how to map. I'm now trying to think of... Instances or scenes in our um, stories that we've written for each other where friction is a, a governing force, mm. and I can't think
2: of any. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, we haven't really we haven't really done anything where like we're. In we've our, never done our,
4: a tug of war sequence in any of our stories. <laughs> yeah. Yet. Yet. He said, quite right furiously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I think that's what. Like, the moment you start talking about rules for ship combat in space, I can uh, immediately was like, yeah, fuck that. That's
2: not. Mm-hmm. But, every every podcast i've listened to has just kind of like glided over ship combat mm-hmm. i'm yeah. sure it's really good on on paper with a map but it it's just too hard in in your yeah. head
3: yeah sorry that one Pizza a guy who listens to our podcast <laughs> ship the
5: combat God. fix
3: yeah. it
4: make it easier
5: <laughs> yep make it less bollocks you' you've got this you've got the stats for the ship it's just a, basically another character you can easily just use the grand combat rules to work that and just mm. Make it flow as a GM. It was it was easy in Engines of Hatred. Yeah,
4: yeah. but you did like um uh, a a tier system for uh, like you did like a crew movement phase and then a ship movement phase and then combat. Yeah, it was sort of it thing. was crew it, crew it worked fairly well. actions of the
5: crew make the ship move. Enemies turn. Job done. You know.
4: Yeah, that worked fairly well, and it didn't need a mm-hmm. single um, tabletop piece. Yeah. Yep. Hmm.
5: And it was all theater of the mind exactly
4: yeah. in, a, in a three-dimensional
1: space so impressive
4: yeah you've just, ah, just, just I've keep it, it simple mm. you have got, got it what? there's a point where um, Ryder lights um, a cigarette lighter to light up a cigar at the end of the mission without friction that sequence could not have happened because a lighter wouldn't have <laughs> oh, <my>
3: worked <laughs> <laughs> right
4: and that's the end of the <laughs> episode that. everybody that's uh, it
3: <laughs> you know how right. uh, Dan brought in that incredibly smooth segue <gasps> earlier yes. Yes. that's the opposite of that <laughs> uh-huh. <Yeah. Boom. laughs>
1: So, do you guys not have like in in space, um, space, to quote Tim Curry from <laughs> Commander Conquer Red Alert? Yes, space!
3: Um, space! <laughs> the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Um, <laughs> Looks at Elon Musk with malicious intent.
1: Yeah. Not Elon <laughs> Musk. Um,
3: so, do you guys not deal with like
1: atmospheric re-entry and we've reached the oh, limits of my we oh, yeah, oh yeah we've got very good so
5: crashing there's a fantastic opening sequence in um hydrophobia is the name of it Yep. um where yes. cypher basically just wrote us uh almost like a a starship pornography scene of re-entry any re-entry going wrong um <laughs> you're welcome um, And it was, it was fantastic <laughs> i loved every minute of it but yeah but, um friction re-entry trying to break out of a re-entry, not being able to because of plot. Very, very cool, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> we should also mention the fact that if it's not a roleplay campaign unless the Leica has been shot down or crashed at least once. Yeah, <laughs> so we've
3: recorded three campaigns. Of them, two of them start with the Leica being crashed into something, and the third one doesn't because the Leica is physically not there. Oh. <laughs> Wait, every campaign that features the Leica present has the Leica crash into something. It's because the Leica is
5: basically the fifth crew member. She's ours. Yeah. She's got character because she's got flaws, you know. She's got flaws because you keep interacting with the ground. I do. You know?
4: <laughs> What's your also, point? I don't. I don't think. I don't think people realize <laughs> how, how difficult it is to get a big piece of metal fr- from a planet into space. Yeah. So yes, there will be crashes sometimes. Yes. it's it's just part of the plan. <laughs> 66 percent crashing. <laughs> yeah, I think Kerbal Space. Uh, program was probably a...
5: Yes. A major influence, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Just
4: generic (laughs) space games as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Kerbal Space Program was a big um, governing factor in hydrophobia as well, just for how I envisaged one of the... I want to say the villain, but Siphonophore wasn't really a villain. Um, One of the the characters uh, performing in it, because they're trying to make a spaceship uh, out of ice, essentially, and uh-huh. they have the hive mind of a child, and they're not very good at building a spaceship, so they get into the rocket fuel equation, where it's too heavy, we need to add more boosters, which makes it heavier, yeah. so you need to add more boosters, which makes it heavier, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember reading a... Oh shit, I can't remember for the life of me what fiction it was from. It might have even been, like, Mass Effect, I think, um very much looking forward to the re-release coming out soon i might add oh Um, mate can't wait yeah that'd be good a million hours gone um i think it's from that though where there was there's a planet toyed somewhere that has is, is predominantly like water or liquid based and the creatures from that planet eventually achieved space travel when they resent humans for basically like making a dog's dinner of it and taking forever to get into space because we have like all the resources naturally available and they were like we were in like water and we still got in like we had to capture asteroids using coral <laughs> uh and you, you guys were literally like living on top of metal and explosives and rocket fuel and you still fucked it up <laughs> and you weren't doing it because of political reasons come on <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, just, I just really like that little little nugget of fiction there. Um, <laughs> is there. Is there anything on the the topic of like science friction? Oh man, that was.
5: Oh, oh god. god. Oh, god.
1: <laughs> I need I need another cider. Oh.
5: <laughs> The knife in my chest, sir. It yeah, is I,
4: I. Hopefully you can hear the cringe on, the, on my face. Take the piss out of my back, segue, so. all you want. That's the icing on the cake. Good job. Wow.
1: Uh, Does anyone want to talk anything more about that? Like any, any other... No, not
5: uh, after that fucking no, pun. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, go on. No, that's yeah.
1: understood, actually. No, that's totally fair enough. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to take an iota of pride in that I did make that up on the spot. So I'm I'm You I'm did very well. That. Good job, Dan. <laughs> you do you, buddy. <laughs> but you're so
3: preoccupied with whether or not you could, you didn't stop to think whether it was or not.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big, Big ideas, yeah. Uh, so all right, let's let's change gears again uh, a little bit and take it back okay. to gears the Gears Yeah. <laughs> there you go now now just because you can't think of a good segue segway as as i kid (laughs) (laughs) shut up Mm. um so not only have we talked about kind of um we've talked about friction between players and player characters in terms of what's happening in universe A, a different kind of vector wink on that is um kind of different styles or themes of game and i know everybody says like oh session zero be your silver bullet and solve any problem you could ever possibly imagine you'd have. But mm. th- that is often not the case. So I don't mm. know if any of you have played or been in a situation where like, yeah. ob- 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 obviously, because my bank is, um, you know, c- comedic, uh p- potentially lighthearted to a certain extent, but uh, there are obviously other ways to play like serious face and gr- gritty noir and that kind of stuff. So I don't know if you've ever had any friction between like a dissonance between, people's expectations and what's actually happening at the table
5: i don't think so it, it, it's sci-fi but that doesn't mean that it's just pure sci-fi the, the, the various campaigns we've run and had run for us have been all sorts of different flavors of thing we've had cosmic horror we've had light adventure we we've had we've had a medieval one at, at one point point. and mm-hmm. everybody for the most part or even entirely
4: has rolled with those flavors and really just got into it and enjoyed them i think there are different ways to one um to play a story as well as run one but I think we all have different styles in terms of how we run campaigns ties very much on the the cosmic horror end mm. of things I like to run campaigns that are more sort of Doctor Whovian Star Trekky. I like to have um, morally grey villains and characters and whatnot and no real right way of doing something yeah. just uh, mm. uh, what, what would your character do in this situation yeah, just, sort of thing.
1: just a problem but yeah. there's no real solution it's just it's like something is happening
4: yeah, but I mean it tends to start off with a cool set piece as well. That's um that's the core of how I begin my campaigns. I was like, okay, what do I want the cool set piece for this one to be? How about um a water park where the pool is an employee? <laughs> that was my set piece for hydrophobia. <laughs> yeah.
1: Any other examples from anyone else?
3: Yeah, I was gonna say it's entirely at odds with my DM style, which is basically I get a whiteboard and I have an objective at one end, and I have where the characters are at the other, and then I just branch out every possible thing they could do. It turns into the Pepe Sylvia scene from always Sonny in Philadelphia. <laughs> it does. I end up I end up with, like... So have I told you the whiteboard is A0, I think? Okay. And it's entirely just covered with actions that the characters could have taken.
5: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, RJ's RG, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, uh, uh, we all do different levels and styles of prep. Um, RJ's got the, the big, you know, red sort of string attaching everything to all over his <laughs> yeah. room kind of thing. Um, Cypher sits down and mm-hmm. write, writes a very concise uh, Word document about what he's doing. Uh, I write six lines and that's good enough for an entire campaign apparently and yeah. then I just make the rest up on the fly do it on the night innit yeah. I do it yeah. I do it on the night um, hmm. just
3: wing was, it
4: that was Engines of Hatred my magnum opus um, I've got so much respect for you for doing that there's no way I'd have the yeah I can't like do that. that I'd run out I'd run out of
3: ideas after like the intro segment oh,
2: thanks guys. I just start with a start like a fun idea of an end and then just kind of like let things happen towards there this is like a start middle and end and then however we get to that is fine by me Hmm. my well, my main thing is is npcs having cool npcs yeah i mean it's like fun characters that populate the world mm-hmm. like yeah. the story mm. the event the, the will happen anyway if the characters are interesting enough and the situation is interesting so often i'll be like yeah i've got a general idea of where i want it to go and then by the time it's halfway through i'll be like okay i, I know i'm doing that i guess it's just trying to remember every bloody voice mm. i've only got <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh my god voices at least you can do voices <laughs> Yeah, here's yeah. something I want to ask you, Dan. Do you have anyone that does accents in your room, um, in your party for D and D? Um,
1: yes. Uh, yeah. Not not like <laughs> not
4: like heavy. And actually, I'm, I'm quite
1: well. Maybe unfortunate or fortunate, depending on how you look at it. But none of them are doing like stereotype stereotypical accents. One of the characters wasn't there for an episode, mm-hmm. and I, you know, kind of jagged him for a bit. Uh, and they were all very impressed with the accent I did of him doing his accent of his character which was a, a unique role-play experience for myself, I have to say. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we have to go deeper. But, yeah, no, not really. I'm um, just trying to think. For both of them that have a big accent, it's mainly just like gruff and... I'm a bugbear. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> yeah, that works.
4: <laughs> yeah, it does work. Yeah. I don't know. I, I saw a, a tweet or something the other day that was saying, "Hey guys, you know, you don't have to do an accent to be a great role player or a, a great tabletop RPG role player." Mm. That's true. Counterpoint: You do. It does help
3: because oh. ninety percent right. <laughs> of the time. So basically, in our in our role play, everyone does an accent except one player, and we're always wondering whether when that when that one player speaks, whether they're talking as themselves or talking in their character.
2: Yeah, doing accent for me is an easy way to like separate yeah. whether I'm thinking of something or my character is something. Yeah. Same. At
3: the other end of the scale though uh, when I was GMing the last campaign that I did, I got four words into doing an accent for one of the NPCs and regretted it. <laughs> and oh, you can, you can hear Catalina. me regret it in real time. I'm going to give this character a Russian accent and I was like, I can't do a Russian accent. I probably should yeah. have checked this before I did this. The ones where you make them well,
1: up on I'm the Twitter spot her. are like, oh I have made a huge mistake. Uh yeah. <laughs>
5: That's why you invent a medieval planet and just give them all Somerset accents and then you don't have to
4: try. <laughs> they don't like this. Everyone on their mums got guns around here. Yeah, yeah, like you. <laughs> Farmers, people's <Who> mums. <laughs> Farmers'
3: mums.
1: One of my uh, ah. in the in the in the podcast that I'm in, one of my players, good friend of mine, um he is a very good at accents and and is very much doing an Owen Wilson uh, vibe at the moment. Wow. Oh boy. Um <laughs>
4: That say wow a lot? That's all I can do for yeah. everything.
3: Wow. wow. Yeah. So yeah. it's just being spaced out 24 yeah. 7. You just got to yeah.
5: sort
2: of talk like this and say wow a lot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Dan, are we allowed to ask uh, what is your podcast, uh, the one you're on?
1: Um, it is called uh, Dungeons, Dice and Dudes, because it's just a bunch of dudes uh, playing of Dungeons. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and dice, yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. Done by uh, a DM friend of mine uh, who isn't in my campaign. So there's no like a complete separation of concerns there. And uh, I am playing wizard called Quinn, who is an insufferable
2: ass. And I relish playing uh, an insufferable <laughs> ass. Uh. See, there's a, there's a lot to be said for playing a character who's a, who's a prick and fun.
0: <laughs>
1: it's yeah, very it's enjoyable. <laughs> a couple of times I've been like, man, this is a dickheadish thing to do,
4: but here I go. Uh. <laughs> yes. I think um, the, the character I played in your... Um, monster trucks rp pan that was uh, oh. one of oh, the yeah. most fun things i've ever done in mm-hmm. tabletop rpgs where i was that um that kobold fashion guru who woke yeah. up with a, a
2: cigarette stuck
4: to her cheek just like yeah. super
2: mean like super mean to everybody but, mm-hmm. with, a nice, yeah. but with a nice voice about it yeah mm-hmm. the problem is
3: through that roleplay, i found my true calling as playing like an absolute idiot, but one that's too cute to
2: die. Aww. No, again, you were going to die. You ate glass. You were definitely going to die. We just haven't <laughs> finished
3: the game yet. Again, there's there's a distinction between going to die and die. I wanna I wanna uh, ask on you the about right this. side
1: of that distinction. How how did you? Get, like all I've got in my head is that the DM has gone oh you've just eaten glass that means you're going to and you just went I quit the campaign and goodbye
2: and that, yes, <laughs> not, I, not I, even that they <laughs> ate the glass they took the damage for it and they were still alive you oh. are barely alive and you haven't rested you are going to die next game God bless God. little V you are literally walking into a fight you're going to die <laughs> Not. you but... wasted so much HP doing dumb stuff like eating glass and <laughs> no. What was uh, driving a truck off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes! <laughs> provoking a hallway that turned
3: out to be some kind of thing that crushes people.
2: Uh, a very obvious <laughs> trap hallway that told you it was a trap because it's a talking trap hallway.
3: Yep. And uh, like I said, I was so cute that
4: the trap hallway let me live.
2: Oh. No, again, you've got like two HP left. You are definitely going to die. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> and that glass is in your system and it has challenge. to challenge <laughs> When it moves, it'll take, it'll take damage.
1: I don't know, Cobalt Digestive might be like... Be able to dissolve glass. They're not. I mean, shit, not. maybe. <laughs> I'll just have someone stab him. Can't <laughs> knife. We'll see. You slip on a banana peel. Oh, there's your toothache. Uh, I seduce dead. the knife. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, guys. Did anyone have any burning topics around? Oh God, that that was not a deliberate. That, that oh, was an accident. Oh, uh, that's hands oh, on. Hey, that was an accident. Oh.
0: Hmm.
1: The other two were very much deliberate, and I take pride in that, but that was genuine accident. Did anyone else have any things they wanted to talk about around the topic of friction within TTRPGs? Well, speaking of friction,
2: here's the rub. No, nothing? (laughs) Nothing, Uh... fuck you guys. Oh, come on! Really? Nothing? (laughs) Absolutely zero. Whatever. All right, fine, fuck you guys. I know where you live.
4: (laughs) (laughs) This is this has turned into the pun episode. Uh, so yep. <laughs> can, can you put a little cricket sound effect in there, please? Mm. No yeah, it, it
5: <laughs> do, but tumbleweed isn't very noisy. So, um. oh, okay, yeah. just, just the sound of the, the Antarctic, you know, just a gentle... <laughs>
4: the sound of a glacier the crunching. The bleak background. expanse
5: of nothing, which was the response to
0: that
4: pun. <laughs> yeah.
2: So anyway, yeah, speaking the... of fiction, it's always interesting when you develop an NPC, going back to my love of NPCs, and you're so sure that the characters are going to love this NPC and they hate him. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> they, just, they, just, they just shit on them. They, they, they bully them. Who was that? <laughs> I've, I've, uh, other games I've played. Sweat, oh, right. But, you know, right. right. to but yeah, no, it, it's, it's just always really funny when you're like, you develop a character and you're like, okay, this guy is going to be like, you know, the, the little sidekick character maybe or something. Yeah, yeah whatever. Well, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be cute. And they just destroy this character. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, yeah. you, throw, you throw out like, you know, Bombo the bandit, who's just got like a funny hat, and they're like, Ah, oh, Bombo, he's great. <laughs> Even though he's banned, he he's, he's yeah. tried to stab you. Uh, yeah, but he didn't stab us, so he's great.
1: Yeah. Come come join our party forever uh, and tell us about your yeah. history. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Bob. Yeah. That's like, um, Oh my God, fucking Bob. Yeah, does anyone remember Bob
2: <laughs> I the remember Snake? Bob. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, was Bob. the
5: best member of the party.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we killed Bob. Yeah, we killed Bob. Bob, the delivery snake, is now dead. Yes, we we, we absolutely murdered Bob.
3: To explain to those who don't listen to our podcast, first of all, listen to our podcast. Second of all, Bob was a character (laughs) that I introduced as like a throwaway NPC who was supposed to turn up once and deliver a message to the crew and then fuck off and never (laughs) seen again. They immediately imprinted on him, and by the end of the campaign, he's a senior, like major plot character, (laughs) and they had to kill
4: him oh no yes yeah. he, he was a robot snake as well so he was very cute and he was a robot snake with a my character instantly fell in love with him mm. and um an a endless timeless friendship was born until she had to kill him and then we had yeah. to rename him Bob the betrayal snake mm. yeah In yeah.
2: three scenes them beat us up so that's what happened there
4: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah ki- killing killing someone often ends the friendship yeah do it, yeah, yeah it does yeah Casual. Very few times that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a uh, not not quite as cute, but I had a um, uh, my players paid for like basically like a wagon, a taxi, basically like a mega bus to a different city, <laughs> and um, another passenger was I was going for proper like scout cleric. Like baby's first adventure. He's out. He's got. Ah. He's got a sash on. He's got a book that he's just taking notes in. Aww. And he and he was literally just set up to be like, um, you guys are like six demonic adventurer people, and I'm just trying to earn my like a survival <laughs> wilderness badge. Um, trying to earn my adventurer humble- badge. <laughs> I'm
3: but a humble cleric.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they were all like, Oh boy, were you? Uh, what are you writing in that book? And he's like, well, it's, it's It's literally just like my diary. And they're like, hmm, we don't believe you.
3: (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, people who write things down are suspicious. The Mm -hmm. curse
2: of paranoid players and player characters is always fun. Yeah. (laughs) It's not paranoia
4: if people are out to get you. Mm. That's another point of tension I think we need to talk about is the sheer um, adventure-proofing we, we do sometimes as players when the, the DM's sitting there sweating, like, oh, my God, they're not yeah. going to take the bait to get into my, mm. my main plot thread of this part of the hey. story.
2: My background is <laughs> Call of Cthulhu. You have to be paranoid to survive. Yeah. Every time the adventure hook turns up and it's like, yeah, but what what is a trap? It's like, then we'll stop playing now, I guess, because that's the whole adventure. Yeah. Mm. Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, my character is constantly torn between I need to be careful because like, there are people out there who I've wronged in the past who want to arrest me and I'm a fucking dumbass and I'll just trigger stuff because
4: YOLO.
2: Yeah. yeah. Dichotomy <laughs> of
4: that, that really is about all of it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the entirety of it, yeah. I shouldn't do this, but... <laughs> But you can't then act surprised when the big bad guy like springs the trap of the cage comes down from the ceiling and then he's like ha ha you've fallen into my trap. It's just like no we we didn't we saw it coming a mile away but we were just too busy talking about how to avoid it to avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> that that is the true curse of adventurers. I think yes. <laughs>
1: uh... Yeah, my, my players went so far as to kind of set up some contrive. The rogue was like, oh, I get out my bag of ball bearings. And like when we go over a bump, I'm going to spill them all over the floor so the boy's distracted, so somebody else can wow, get out they, they,
2: they, they Wow, they really went in on this
1: I was kid. like, he's, he's like a 14-year-old boy, guys. <laughs> you are like 200-year-old adventurers.
5: What is
4: happening? <laughs> it's a trap. It's a yeah, trap. level 200 adventurer
2: bearing down on him. As a
5: GM, you've, you've got to recognise that that's your players having fun, and that can only be a good sign. Yes.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. I, was, uh, I don't know. I feel, I feel like uh, abusing a child. Maybe is why I'm gonna be like, all right, guys. Uh, he leaves the train. He just gets off the train. Hey, at the end of the day, you're <laughs> the one who put the child in there. Yes, yeah. you're the child. That is a terrible it. excuse. I, I beat up this kid because he was in Sainsbury's <laughs> <laughs> how is it his mom should have put him in saintsbridge they 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 ended
1: up getting attacked by bandits and he he ended up cuz he's a cleric like i think he uh, cast cure wounds on one of them to bring him back up you know to from from zero hp and that uh, that went maybe 5% of the way to dissolving their paranoia uh, i was like that was his redemption arc players, he literally saved your life i, I like <laughs> I, I don't know what else he can do I,
4: i'm out i'm i'm out guys <laughs> Here's a question for you, Dan. Um, do you do you use like a karma system when you do uh, DMing? Do you have like, okay, the players have been absolute shits this session. I'm going to punish them. So, uh, not... in one way <laughs> or another. <laughs> not formally. Like there
1: isn't a a formal sliding scale. I have in the back of my head. Like you don't have like an abacus on the desk or something. Like a, a whiteboard <laughs> that sits next to me that says times they've been sociopaths. Okay, one. Yeah. <laughs> it's <a> whiteboard again.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh,
1: whiteboards uh so that that has steadily grown and so now basically it's quite handy in, in dnd5e that there's like a tier system which is directly correlated to like fame or infamy in this instance so like mm. levels one to five you're basically nobody's six to ten you're like oh people will know you in the city and maybe the country yeah, uh prestige. 11 to 15 you're kind of known on the continent and then 16 to 20 you're just kind of like demigod heroes superstars yeah. they just hit level 9 so i'm i'm what i'm doing is leaning into that okay guys you are now infamous because of your here are your seven actions of sociopathy that you that have happened <laughs> <laughs> this is why Well-no-
2: well-known child punches weird yeah. Yeah. yes I was like,
1: pe- people will talk about you and when you do bad things like murder people that you know that
4: that doesn't just get disappeared. Oh man, it's it's those guys. They they beat up a kid on a bus once. Remember that? (laughs) That was all over the news. Surely (laughs) the
5: best way to approach it though is that it's a world. It's a living world. Your actions have consequences. You know? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. A a karmic scale, like building a system for that, I'm I'm not a fan of as a GM, but if you do something shitty and people hear about how shitty you are, they're going to treat you like a shitty person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) precisely. Makes it more real. Yeah, which is which is pretty much what I've lent into. So I, I mentioned it on the earlier episode, but it's it's actually happened now, session before last, in that obviously they've been attacked by bandits and mercenaries, bit cliche, bit tropey, but, but that's what that's what it is. Um and in often cases they've killed 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 the bandits and mercenaries in usually particularly gruesome fashion. Um, hey, it's a rough
4: neighborhood
1: yeah in every one of those instances they've let people run away and by let I mean accidentally not catch it' oh, that's them. Messy. Um, oh. <laughs> so what with that infamy that's growing basically the the leader of of the you know a sect of mercenaries you know guns for hire has basically been like he, he he caught them he put a blockade across the road so they were like oh shit we can't go any further. They got ready for a fight, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa no, I don't want to. I don't want to fight you. I want to hire you. You guys are fucking ruthless. Come work for me." <laughs> like,
4: y- see, that's a good hook. I like that. So, yeah. um,
1: so now they're yeah. like, "Ah, oh, shit!" And it's like that Michelin Web scene of, oh, "Are we the baddies?" <laughs> Ooh, oh, I love
4: that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we just, we just had How a
1: conversation about that actually. A while ago. It's <laughs> got skulls yeah. on it. Yeah. Like one, the one of them's a death. One of them's a death cleric. So he literally is carrying like packing at least one scythe. And his his (laughs) casting focus is a skull, so I'm like, yeah, you're the fucking baddest. Looks like the Grim Reaper. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy. So uh, yes, it is. uh, Yeah, I've definitely started off with me having a little bit of friction there with players as being like, Mm -hmm. okay, this isn't going to be fantasy heroville. These guys uh, (laughs) are a a bit different.
4: So. I think it's also pertinent to talk about um, anti-friction in terms of like. When it's it's perfectly okay to do horrible things to people. And sorry, that's wait, are you, when... you just trying
2: to slide in the lube joke? Huh? You trying to slide in the lube joke. You said anti-friction, no. that's a lube joke. Okay. All right. oh I was gonna oh say God, I'm sorry, Anti-friction, pan. anti-friction
3: is just lubrication. <laughs>
2: Thank you! Yeah. Excuse me? I, I was think you were not gonna, you gonna go that joke, way. But... Yeah, Pan, get your Please, mind out me of the gutter. Come on. <laughs> my <laughs> mind is always in the gutter. Well,
5: <laughs> but... for what? Strike it out, add some class, you know.
4: As I was saying. <laughs> it Maybe it's pertinent sometimes not to have any moral quandaries about murder, like when you're dealing with the Aslanti, for example, which, uh, for those who don't space know Starfinder, Nazis. are basically space Nazis. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: there were definitely oh, a bunch oh, of enemies that you can. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. That
4: That's,
3: person that V murdered was
2: yes. not an Aslanti. Mm, <laughs> yeah. He was literally they? says, I'm trying to escape, I'm a conscript. Yes. Mm,
4: I think. They were forcefully drafted into the into the ranks of the Islanti. They didn't
2: pledge any allegiance to them whatsoever. Thank God you're here. I've been captured by these guys for years. You guys are great. And they <laughs> yeah. killed him. Forcefully drafted <laughs> is still drafted.
3: Okay. Oh, wow.
2: Not, okay. I don't remember what I was going to say now. I can't remember what I was going to say. It's
1: really strong opinions on this one.
5: It's, it's nice to have a unifying factor as well as frictional factors. Yes, so, yeah. yeah common it's it's nice to have a group of yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, but, they they um... very much
1: have a, a bit bad evil guy, for sure.
5: Yeah, so it's like, yeah. you yeah. guys might be assholes, but you're my assholes, and that's a bigger asshole that we've got to go and fuck. Yes, yeah. yes.
1: Ah, oh, well, his, 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 you know, who knows? Maybe his gold's... Uh... Uh, uh, unknown maybe they have uh certain dimensions to them that might not be maybe on the face on yes, no, literally yeah.
5: opposite to the survival of the party kill that guy <laughs> well that's unifying factor,
1: factor.
5: <laughs> that's what they think so that's all that yeah, we need well, so far it's what the players <clears throat> think
3: yes yeah. actually here's a tangentially related question dan have you ever had your characters fail a campaign
1: so as I mentioned, this one's pretty long going. Oh, I am personally so committed that even if they all
4: died, we would probably pick up with, with the, B, the B team. <laughs> well, not like, not like dying, per se, just like um, they failed a, a quest. The characters are still alive, but the thing they set out to do was not achieved, that sort of thing. Um, yeah,
5: they have to live with that failure.
4: Yeah.
1: So not that binary, not a, not a if mission failed, go back to base We'll get him next time, boys. Nothing like that. Um, <laughs> more subtle in that, you know, they haven't... Um, there was a dungeon that I designed that was in an abandoned hospital, like super spooky, um, you know, all undead, all like creepy gurneys kind of nice. just rolling out in front of them, that kind of stuff. Um, Ooh, Silent Hill. Nice. Yeah, and they, they ended up going through that dungeon and not exploring half of the first floor, um, just because that's how it... They, they moved up to the second floor, then they moved up to the third floor, big boss fight, bish, bash, bosh, the sleeve. Um, but then they went back to this downtrodden town that the abandoned hospital happened to be overlooking, that was, f- f- for lack of a better term, cursed, and everybody was downtrodden, and they had no money, and all the crops are failing, blah, 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 sad, everyone was dying. And they were like, yeah, don't worry, mansion's fine, in you go, you can go in now and play around with it if you want. So they were like, oh, okay, we will. And then I, obviously, afterwards, I was like, obviously guys you didn't go everywhere so you don't know it's fine yeah you're going to have missed something yeah so um, yeah. They, they've obviously sent some people to die essentially maybe unbeknownst to them I don't know so they, that, that, that I would constitute as a minor failure in my opinion it's a little bit fucked up yeah <laughs> um, like they know they knew I had a map they, they knew they didn't go to every room and there was, there was fucking monsters in every other room so
0: <laughs> yeah
1: uh, so that, that's probably as close as they've gotten, kind of. And, and, and again, in this recent town, there was a um, a conflict between, uh, I guess you could say, blue collar workers and hippies was the vibe I was going for. <laughs> um, not to be derogatory at all, but they were proper people who lived on the land. And the players b- basically threw some extra tinder on the fire that escalated that conflict to, to almost <laughs> s- civil War levels,
4: standard union dispute, then yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and had left the town as quickly as possible while it was burning. And they were like, "Okay, well, our work here is done. Off we go." Uh, <laughs> as they they literally rode away into the sunset with the tower on fire.
4: I would him. describe that as a failure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: they got they got their MacGuffin,
4: but you know wow. it wasn't it. Mm. You know. Stay classy, guys. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I know. I. 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 I think. Yeah. Sometimes there are there are ways to do things that are less than tidy, but they do the job.
1: Yeah. They're they're mm. they're very much subscribed to like the ends justify the means, and the big bad is basically worth a lot, and yeah. we can mm. we can sacrifice a lot
4: on that on that way there. Yeah. So
1: yeah, it's an interesting one, as I say a lot on this podcast.
4: But I think there are um, ways to write a campaign where. As a DM, you've prepared for the characters to fail in one way or another. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. a fa- fail-forward methodology, I think it's called, isn't it? Yes, yeah. 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 yes, that's exactly what it yeah, is. So even is if good. they do, even if they do fuck up massively, there's still a way for their characters to develop, even if it might not necessarily be in the way they were picturing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like quest yeah. fail doesn't have to mean end of
5: the universe, although it can. No, do. Um, mm-hmm. it's just like the world keeps turning. Your, yeah. your people
4: keep living. Yeah.
5: Hell, that failure can add into a character's build. It can add so much. It can add a depth to a character,
4: mm-hmm. or take some stuff away. Yeah, or take some stuff away. You know, but <laughs> if that's, you want to be dark about it, yeah, that's roleplay.
5: Yeah,
4: yep.
1: absolutely. I'd like they, th- these MacGuffins that they're after, of which there are seven ish in total. They don't, they don't. The campaign doesn't end if they don't get one of them. In fact, that that dragon was very ready to just be like, "Fuck you guys, I'm out." and just run it like I don't want to deal with you guys I'm just going to take it with me
3: wow. no wait come back top 10 anime betrayals <laughs> call me
1: <laughs> nothing personal kid <laughs> <laughs> tree strides behind you um no uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah um is there, is there anything anyone else wanted to talk around
2: uh, about friction sorry I'm just going to definitely I'm definitely nicking tree strides behind you nothing personal young man <laughs> <laughs> Trad- trademark Nanny? second trademark of show don't <laughs> we'll <that> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, alright well in, in, in which case then now I, I presume there's at least one thing you guys would like to plug
2: yes okay so we do an after show called The Drift Sessions where we just basically it, it's a lot like this really where we just banter each other about the adventure we've just had yeah. and so on it's a good way to like, get some, some back knowledge we ha- you can just check out our stuff at Co. which is C-A-R-R-D.co Co. am to check out any stuff there I guess on my end I'd like to plug Our friends at Reformat who do the music for the show. Yeah. They're very cool. Cheers, guys. Check out their album. I guest on another podcast called Spectre in the Fog sometimes with my mates uh, over there. It's called Cthulhu. I don't understand why I can't punch monsters.
3: (laughs) That's a very specific statement with no context. Is is, is that related to the plug or is that just
1: a a thought that you just had (laughs) here?
2: Oh, yeah. I I, I also personally do not understand why I cannot punch monsters, but also in the game... (laughs) You can't punch someone. <laughs> I think you just said
4: what you thought and thought what you said for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what, why is
1: spaghetti so long? Uh, anyway, the uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> another brother cider. Well, all right then.
1: <laughs> Centaurs have two rib cages. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's go in the order we did the introduction. So, uh, is that is that everything from from you, Pan? That's everything from me. Yes. Okay, RJ, you got anything you want to plug? Uh,
3: UK electrical outlets. They're better than the American ones. They have a safe switch in them. They're 230 volt as opposed to 110 volt. They're just just better. Everyone should adopt them. UK electrical outlets, just, they are the shit. RJ, why are you like this? (laughs) 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 No, I've I've
1: seen that YouTube too. And yeah, they're
2: fucking great. uh, (laughs) Oh God, don't don't encourage him. Don't
5: encourage them. No, No. encourage him more. (laughs) No. Do it. I feed on their suffering.
4: (laughs) No, you don't. I do. You're part of it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yes alright yeah. so do uh, you don't want to plug like your art or anything RJ just plugs just actual plugs oh god alright alright
1: alright uh then down the line alrighty
4: yeah I've got a, uh, a website that's got a just a place I, I dump my sketches on every now and again as well as my finished artwork that also has a link to my twitter that's just um cypher s-c-i-f-e-r dot co dot uk um no www dot beforehand and yeah That's kind of me. Awesome. And finally, Ty?
5: TwitchTV.typhon. I play lots of games and I'm really bad at them.
2: Oh, shit. I didn't do... Yeah. Twitch as well, actually. Shit, yeah. See? Professional. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I I haven't streamed in Asia. I've been too busy doing editing. Same here, buddy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Well, uh, gentlemen, I will leave you with this final thought in that I was... Since we've been talking, I have been blessed with a message from my girlfriend that says, can you stop trashing my coffee? So no,
2: I'm on the no.
0: side!
3: I'm no. on the side! Tell her I'd like to know her location.
2: That's... Well, that's I'd like to
3: know what Yeah, that's, that's
2: weird, RJ. That's yeah, weird, do I like man. what kind of coffee she buys. Is this, this um, birthday cake coffee? I want some of that. It's okay. No, she's, got, yes. she's
1: got an ally in here, so I think it's okay overall. Tell
3: her no times four.
2: You drink your coffee, Dan's girlfriend. You enjoy it.
3: <laughs> yes, enjoy enjoy your coffee. No, I'm yeah. going to yeah. Monmouth tomorrow, and I'm going to get some proper, like dark roast and nice. I'm weird it to you. <laughs> what a weird flex, RJ. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to weird... Monmouth tomorrow. Why is I'm Monmouth a weird flex? It's coffee. just a shop next to the place I work. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm going to Monmouth tomorrow to get some real coffee. Yes, yeah, yeah.
3: I'm going to Monmouth. I'm going to get some real coffee. and am it to mail it to Dan. Cafe. No,
2: Dark
5: blend. None of this...
2: What what cake you and live a up mug. the street. Just bring me the cup or the blend.
5: Wow. <laughs> oh my God, RJ. You can't pretend to be pretentious. You got your fucking microphone out of a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is true, but that's just recycling.
3: That's just being green. I mean, okay, so for context, I genuinely got my microphone out of a skip, but... Okay. Yes,
4: yeah, so this is real. Yeah, they this is The show will believe this. This isn't hyperbole. They this is real. Archie yeah. gets all of their computer equipment out of bins. Andy no, I didn't racks. get my computer out of bin. I got my computer out of a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Full of bins. Wow.
1: We're, we've. Do you know what? We've all revealed a lot about ourselves this episode. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's it's been uh, it's been a trip. <laughs>
5: <laughs> 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 Well, I hope you've enjoyed it, Dan. Yep. I, I certainly yeah. have.
2: I would like to formally apologise to your girlfriend, who also makes great coffee, for these heathens who don't understand.
5: I can only apologise to your audience for having to listen have to have this.
2: Really I nice, to a nice, <laughs> sweet cup of delicious
5: coffee. <laughs> I've, I've certainly had fun.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, can, I can only hope that my listeners do also. So, uh, otherwise, guys, <laughs> um, thank you so, so much for this discussion today. Mm-hmm. Thanks, right? yeah. 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 Thanks for having good us. Time.
3: Thank you for having us.
1: That's all right. Mm, thank you. Thank you everyone for listening and for uh, putting up with us to a certain extent. Uh, everything the guys have mentioned will be in the episode description, including links to everything, including Monmouth.
2: Otherwise, <laughs> they, ch- check them out. You can get a, is, that, is that your one? Is that your one plug for yeah, Monmouth? You know what?
3: My one plug is Monmouth Coffee Company, Borough <laughs> Market, <laughs> London, UK. Let Dan oh.
4: do the outro for
3: God's sake. <laughs> they do good coffee. <laughs> Let him
5: finish. I have to pee. (laughs)
1: Oh, well, in that case, so... That's all I have to say. Back about coffee, then. Um, (laughs) Oh. Which is a diuretic, funnily enough, so... uh, (laughs) I'm aware. (laughs) I'm acutely aware at this moment in time. Yes! Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening at home. Check out everything in the episode description to check out all the, the crazy shenanigans these guys get up to otherwise. Thank you all for listening, and good night.